0: But first, after closed trials and countless delays, a shock verdict. China has given Australian citizen Yang Hengjun a suspended death sentence. It's one of the most severe sentences ever imposed by China on a foreign citizen charged with espionage, charges which the Australian government and Yang's family say are baseless. Olivia Bowie asked ANU research fellow Dr Benjamin Herskovich, is there a message China is trying to send in this to Australia?
1: It is almost certainly the case that He is being treated especially harshly because of his previous employment, because of his political activities, and because he has become an Australian citizen. And China has a long track record of using what is effectively hostage diplomacy to pursue its national objectives that is, seizing foreign nationals in China to deliver a political message to foreign governments. It seems like this was an expression of frustration on Beijing's part in an effort to punish an Australian for. Decision was taken by the Australian government, but China didn't like.
2: Speaking more about Yang, Yang's health has rapidly deteriorated in recent months. Is there any potential for a sympathetic release based on his health condition?
1: It's possible. It would seem that if his health situation does deteriorate significantly further there may well be a case for China to be more sympathetic, purely on self-interested ground. Having said that, I would not be surprised if the Chinese government remained entirely unmoved by his health situation. It's very possible that the Chinese government would plow on with its plans to treat him quite harshly, regardless of his health situation, unfortunately.
2: What does this mean for the Australia-China relationship and our past efforts towards stabilisation? This
1: sentencing of Han Jun will result in a significant increase in diplomatic tension between Canberra and Beijing. Already there have been some really strong expressions of dissatisfaction by the Australian foreign minister and the Australian prime minister, and we expect that to continue. There'll be criticism of the Chinese government and criticism of this sentencing from Australia for the foreseeable future. That diplomatic dispute aside, though... The broader Australia-China relationship will probably continue to improve. Beijing has indicated that it will remove the remaining restrictions on Australian goods, wine, lobster, and beef that were previously being excluded from China. That will probably happen in the first few months of this year. And the political and diplomatic relationship continues to normalize with high-level diplomacy resuming its more regular rhythm between Australia and China. And the dispute over uh, young hun sentencing probably won't impact those longer-term trends to repair the Australia-China relationship. But this sentencing will add another prickly point of tension between Beijing and Canberra, and the Australian government will be pressing Beijing on this issue regularly, both privately and publicly, and that will probably frustrate Beijing. And already we've seen the Chinese government respond, criticising the way in which the Australian government has responded to the sentencing. So there'll be more diplomatic heat in the relationship, but overall the relationship will probably continue along its positive trend line. Mm.
2: And so would you say that's your final word on how that's looking for Yang now?
1: (sighs) My final word is that... The situation looks really grim, unfortunately. The Australian government has indicated that it will do all that it can and that it will agitate really hard on his behalf. And the Australian media and the Australian community shows no signs of leaving this case fall by the wayside. They look determined to press for his release. But Beijing will view his case in a very different light than Chung Le's case. And so I am not optimistic about the prospects for an early release. I think perhaps the most optimistic, plausible scenario is that he would have his sentence commuted to life imprisonment.
2: Albanese did state leaning towards direct communications, perhaps quiet diplomacy. Would you say that that's the right route to take?
1: Given the experience that Australia's had with Chung Le, it is important to do both the quiet direct diplomacy and the public diplomacy. So what that means is that it will be absolutely critical for the prime minister himself and all of his ministers to raise Young Hunsman's case and to press it and say, this is a fundamental priority for Australia. But at the same time, If his case isn't in the media, there is a risk of it becoming less of a priority for Beijing and Beijing being less concerned about his case. So I think it needs to be a combination both of the private direct diplomacy advocating for his release, as well as the public awareness raising diplomacy that highlights for Beijing that his plight will not be forgotten by the Australian people and that successive Australian governments and Australian publics will be calling on Beijing to release him.
0: Australian National University Research Fellow Dr Benjamin Herskovich there speaking with Olivia Bowie.